Welcome to Mixed Bag of Holding, everybody. Mm, mixed Bag. Mixed Bag. Now that's a little wow. bonus content. Everybody at the Mixed Bag tier gets to hear the new play-tested <laughs> intro. Play-tested? That we worked out in the short rest It was period. workshopped. It was, met to, it was met with thundering approval. Everybody yeah. loved it. They can't get enough of it. We just we had a it. Folk, so we, we called a focus group together. Um, some of the and greatest showed minds. showed them episodes of Everybody Loves Raymond, and actually that's all we tested for. Wow. wow. So that dude has a problem with his parents. Tell you what. <laughs> the show came out a long time ago. I don't know why we focus tested Everybody Loves Raymond, but we did. And it cost us uh, thousands of dollars to get the rights uh, to show Raymond's to a big group of people. But when a- Deborah pulled out those tasty, delicious treats that she likes to bake for Raymond, everyone Whoa. did go, mmm. Spoilers, <laughs> spoilers for everybody classic, loves Raymond. On classic this one. Deborah behavior. <laughs> Cooking delicious treats. I did not treats. know that Raymond was married to a Deborah. He's definitely married. Deborah. He's Deborah. definitely married to Deborah. I don't think she cooks some treats, though. I think they. I don't know anything about it. Things are a little spicy. I think Deborah's cooked Raymond, Raymond at least one treat. She's definitely. Uh, shout out in the comments if you know whether or not Deborah has cooked Raymond a treat. <laughs> You know what? I think it's fucking 2020. Raymond should cook Deborah a treat. Fucking That's thank right. You. Yeah, agreed. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a Debranist. Wow, dude. <laughs> How about here's a new here's a new pitch for 2020. Everyone respects mm. Deborah as a show. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you. I <laughs> wouldn't. I. You know what? I would show it the same respect I showed. Everybody loves Ray- Raymond, which means I won't watch it. <laughs> Yeah, we encourage you not to watch, but you got to respect it <laughs> anyway. What the fuck are we talking respect about? Respect its staying power. You don't yeah, have to watch. Yeah. Anything that can run for 12 seasons or whatever the fuck that show ran, uh, you got to, you simply have to respect Deborah. Yeah. And we Anyways, do. Anyways, three minutes of Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> Did you start your day knowing this would happen? No. Yeah, this I is what you uh, subscribe for. To, this, is, this is what the people are here for. The bag is mixed. <laughs> Uh, the, the the bag is mixed. Um, uh, yes, uh, so we had originally uh, done an episode of D&D Court that we thought we were going to do as the mixed bag, but we but needed we a bonus so episode. But we had so many cool questions. We had a lot that... of good cases, so we mm-hmm. figured we would just do two, so we posted one in the short rest feed. Um, also, I just really wanted one. to hear more of Jake saying, "If it, what did you say? If it pleases, if it pleases the, the court. <laughs> if it pleases the court. May it please uh, yeah. the court. That's right. So I think I think let's maybe cut over to Bailiff uh, Hurwitz and uh, get right back into it. Cool. Here, here. Uh, once again, hear ye, hear ye. The, the court is now in session. The Honorable <laughs> Judges Murphy, Axford Tanner, and Hurwitz presiding. Huzzah. Uh, do you have your <laughs> huzzah? Do you have your hammer, Caldwell? It's on my bookshelf. Should I get okay. it? Okay. No, it's yeah, fine. I can it's just get my phone. Right. Just break it. Just break your phone. <laughs> It's a visual just for us and a small thud at home. Uh, Caldwell, bang the gavel, please. It's going to make my dog bark, but okay. Okay. Very good. Perfect. Um, okay. <laughs> She's so agitated. Ladies and gentlemen, may, may it please the court. Emma hmm. H. writes, I was told I was metagaming by another character in session because my mm-hmm. Outlander Woodsman character was worried a 
magical circle of mushrooms we encountered in the forest was a quote fairy circle. The character called me out for metagaming while still in character and I had no idea how to respond. It was my absolute first time playing D&D ever in my life and I had never met anyone in the group besides my one friend who invited me. They never asked me to play with them again. To this day, I don't really understand what metagaming is and I'm terrified of doing it. You were bullied. Yeah. <laughs> this is, were... I mean, I think that that seems... I can't speak to whatever happened in the rest of the session, but seeing a circle of mushrooms and wondering if it's a fairy circle, first off, literally anyone from any background could wonder that. There's no Mm -hmm. reason your character wouldn't associate, uh, you're in a mythological world, but especially in Outlander, terrain is supposed to be your fucking shit. Yeah. This person must have been having a very bad day to call you out on on, on such nonsense. Fairy circles or, are real. They yeah. uh, exist in the real world. It's just exactly. when mushrooms are a circle. Like, you can know that. That's not Medicaid. <laughs> yeah. Not only are you correct and it's fine, but you were bullied. And uh, I'm going to kick this person's ass. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Honestly, uh, that bless, is... <laughs> bless them for not calling you back because you shouldn't be playing with this. Group yeah. Anyway. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm also so baffled by the fact that it was like a fellow player. Like, <laughs> That you're like, oh, maybe it's a fairy circle. And then your fellow player's like, hey, actually, I don't really want more information about the world. <laughs> <laughs> Could we please interact with this object as if we've never met a mushroom before? Yeah. And will, will you guys tell me what metagaming is? Because I don't fully understand. It's like it's like talking about the rules of the game in character, right? So, yeah, metagaming is like not just talking about the rules of the game, but it would be like, let's say there's a scene where Moonshine is talking to Hard One and uh, Bev is, uh, you know, in another tower. You guys are in a castle or something. And then when we cut over to Bev, Bev acts with like the knowledge that like Moonshine and Hard One have. Which like Like, sometimes we accidentally do, but other times when like the stakes are higher, we don't do it. You know, like mm -hmm. when Moonshine had her scene with Pendergreens, you guys were just like, you guys weren't like, can I roll an insight to see if something's up with Moonshine? Yeah. Yeah. Can I make sure she doesn't go to hell, please? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Can I pick Moonshine's pocket? I've never done this before, but for some reason now I'm distrustful of her and I'm going to try and read her mind. Can I check her receipts? That's metagaming. (sighs) That is what metagaming is. Would be like if if Bev and Hard One were like, uh, I want to talk to the sword, Pendergreens, and see if uh, Moonshine's been there lately. Right. I've My seen first her time in a while. talking to the sword. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So- I think it's it also gets associated with like it's. I think it's a really confusing thing for me because, uh, like when you make like I know that I got accused of metagaming for taking a level of barbarian as Moonshine. Um, because people were like, oh, you're like trying to make your character better. Um, but <laughs> nah, I'm oops. really, I'm kind of baffled <laughs> by <people>. me, right? <laughs> but Sorry, I, also, I have a problem like, with Emily's character being yeah. good. <laughs> I, I am. Um, y- y- why did you roll for HP? You should have just been a suck ass and died <laughs> real quick. But it was also like, I mean, I think that like, you know, like I feel like that was a move that I felt like I earned by like making, uh, moonshine really into apple scrumper but Mm -hmm. on the other hand isn't it fun to make a cool mechanical build so i don't totally understand i don't totally understand people's uh a lot of people who complain about like oh this is a really well-built character um and i'm 
mad. Complaints about that. metagaming are a lot like complaints about railroading. Yeah. And yeah. We're, it's basically like there's a 10% of the complaints that are valid, and it's no fun to completely have your hand held and be railroaded, and it's no fun to you know have people acting with information that they shouldn't know. But 90% of the time, it's just people being mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just having a bad attitude. That's, yeah. It seems like that's it's like like, what a lot of it is. It is, it is a fucking game, right? And yeah. like we are people. We're not just <laughs> the characters. So like yeah. you will do things that like are cool to like i will do things as characters that i as murph am like i'm doing this because it's fucking cool because it makes me happy you know yeah. what i mean yeah. so like right. is that is that metagaming i don't know <laughs> or is that me just having a good fucking time yeah i'm having a good time I'm having I a good goddamn t- i'll tell you what metagaming is it's having a good goddamn time <laughs> I baby agree. I yeah i agree like if yeah, i see someone I on the street like whistling or like skipping i'll be like quit fucking metagaming be sad <laughs> Why are you fucking whistling? Yeah, you should be walking I see someone with your head bring, down. Whenever I see someone bring their own bags to the grocery store, I'm like, quit metagaming. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you just fucking saved like, what, 30 cents? You're fucking metagaming. You're touching the avocados but, to try and find a good one? Quit fucking metagaming. <laughs> but also, like, yeah, I, so if, if this, if you would consider this situation where this person is like seeing a fairy circle and like, if you would consider this metagaming, which I wouldn't really, because like the Fey Wild is a real thing. Like there are the, these characters might know these things and things are inherently magical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if it were the, the player being like, whoa, cool fairies. I want to go meet some fairies. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a fucking game. Like right. let yeah. them be fairies. <laughs> Let I the think d- it could like, be considered uh, not fun metagaming if, like, the DM is setting up something that, like, your character should do, but isn't, like, necessarily advantageous. And, like, kind of, you know, like, if a situation totally is like, yes, this is what my character would do, but then you're just like, nah. Right. I, yeah. uh, I go home and I go to sleep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> metagaming yeah. to not it's have fun. Like, That's the crime. Yeah. yeah. Like that yeah. that kind of stands in the way of the story being interesting, maybe. I think if the yeah, if the player had been like, oh, a fairy circle, um, I hold some blood under my tongue and put some sprigs of spruce under each of my armpits so that I am immune to all fairies. If like yeah, if the exactly. response was to kind of like use knowledge that existed outside of the game to kind of game a situation. But I think just like being amped that there's a fairy circle there is definitely fine yeah also, I wouldn't, just, I wouldn't yeah. be mad even if it was like oh if he, someone was like playing a hexblade warlock who hadn't settled on the uh with like the packed weapon you know how mm. you can like summon different packed weapons i didn't really do that with onyx but like there is an aspect that you can summon different packed weapons until you settle on one Ooh. and like if a hexblade warlock had been like oh like if the Hexblade Warlock had been like, oh, could be fairies, I'm going to summon an iron weapon. I think that almost seems like a Ooh. fun, that seems like a fun use of information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rather Actually, than yeah. like, ra- <laughs> rather than like, I don't, I don't know. It's, There's yeah, no other way to slice it. Is complicated. Yeah. This all just it, seems fun. I think, yeah. I think we're unanimous here. My judgment rule is, in Emma's I'm, favor. I'm, I'm with you. This is not metagaming. Even if it was metagaming, it seems like fun metagaming. And maybe they were just kind of a boring group. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So maybe you were bringing some creativity and they were like, uh. <laughs> also, shout out to Emma, who I think listens to our podcast from like the mountaintops on like these really long trail runs. So, oh, hell yeah. Oh, beautiful. That's so yeah. cool. You should throw these goddamn players off one of your mountains. Yeah. That's that is true. You know what? These players should take the hike. 
Yeah, <laughs> take it. They 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 should take a hike. They have been banished to take a hike. Uh, that Not is on their a sentence. Hike that you enjoy? Yeah, a, mm-hmm. bad a hike. bad hike. No view at the end. They need to go on a separate trail from you, and they're mm-hmm. not allowed to metagame, so they're not allowed to have a map because that's no not no that's not either. real hiking. So no, we need to no. drop them off in the middle of the woods, and they can't metagame. No M and M's in their trail. No mix. looking at a map. No packing. Um, yeah, all no, right, that's cool. That's metagaming. That's metagaming. Sweet. Yeah, don't do all that. Right, well, okay, so we sent them to a really long hike with no food. Uh, the <laughs> wow. next case uh, got severe. May it please the court. Hannah M writes. So I play a nature cleric with a custom herb or herb witch background. In my, oh my backstory, gosh, I canonically I'm absolutely just going to be in this person's. <laughs> <laughs> you're a judge again. Oh, you're an herb witch. Um, yeah, uh, you're right. <laughs> Uh, I canonically craft healing potions. It's kind of my whole deal. I'm proficient with healers kits and herbalism or herbalism kits. And I also own both spent multiple sessions meticulously gathering, buying herbs. I've got to stop doing this herbs for a single healing potion. This is a very low level, low power campaign. I finally had everything and our DM decides I actually can't make healing potions because I don't have alchemist supplies. I never, I've never owned those and I'm not proficient. So how could I have made potions in my backstory then? Uh, suspect he just didn't want me to have that much power. It sucked because I invested so much time and all my money in the ingredients. I know the rules for making healing potions aren't super clear. Was I wronged? Huh. Hmm. I think that, I think I would need to know if you, I think this is kind of like a thing that like, if hopefully your DM, like if your DM was like, if you were like, hey, this is the character I want to play. I want to have an herbalism kit and I want to be like all about crafting these healing potions. And then the DM was like, yeah, cool. I'm into it. And then I think that that does kind of feel out of nowhere to say alchemist. Mm-hmm. You actually it, need an alchemist kit. I could, I could see as a DM not wanting your players to be able to craft potions because I could see that being problematic maybe for you with like running uh, encounters but however just make it really hard to make one but it sounds like they did that already yeah. so that's why i my my instinct is to side with uh hannah here kind of spent money right like yeah. they they gathered the stuff they were meticulous over theoretically many sessions yeah. yeah yeah it sounds to me like there was a discussion about how they make potions and mm-hmm. Hannah was very clearly going through and collecting these ingredients and everything. And the DM would have known that that was all happening. And I think uh, you shouldn't let your players' hopes get up like that uh, just to kind of take it out from under them. If you're worried about it, you could always nerf healing potions instead of yeah. 2d4 plus 4. Have it be 1d4. Have them mm-hmm. be able to make super minor potions. Yeah, that's what I would say, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is really that is really strange. I guess also like maybe maybe Hannah was asking to make like greater restorations or something like that. It, so- but, like, it sounds like they're not like being a- allowed to make them. Period. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also I guess I don't know enough about. I guess like an herbalism kit. When I think of an herb witch, I think that you wouldn't need like alchemist kit to me. Alchemy is associated with the search for immortality or changing things into gold from my knowledge of it, whereas herbalism is like a very well-established form of medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, a thing that exists in real life. Mm -hmm. Like you could gather herbs and potentially heal someone. You could make a poltis. Yeah. I could go outside and make a poltis right now if I wanted to. 
This yeah. taste to me sounds like I could just a- chew up some herbs and then put it on Caldwell's like uh, bruise. I do have a big bruise. It's true. <laughs> you drop that. Yeah, I guess on I think hand. of alchemy as like transmutation, <laughs> and there are so many herbs out there that do he- have healing properties. So I, I'm confused that you would need to transmute them. Yeah. I, again, else. again, I get why a DM would be afraid of having a player that could like yes. collect plants that then you could heal. But it but sounds like Hannah has been it. spending a, a long time and money to get this. And if mm-hmm. those are the expectations that were set up, then I do think Hannah was wronged. Yeah. I yeah. think Hannah was wrong too. But I think this is this is a case that I wish could be settled outside of the court. I feel like there's a compromise to be made. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I'm totally okay with them nerfing the healing spells and like having like a total conversation ha- saying, you know what? It takes you seven days to make a healing spell or mm-hmm. like a healing potion. I'm yeah. cool with it being like it takes time for the, you know, herbs to ripen and uh, unlock their healing potential. But it feels strange to just say, no, you actually need another kit. <laughs> Yeah, mm. <laughs> I think I mean ge- the general D and D rule is uh, you should yes and people or you should no but them. So you say no mm. but and you Ooh. give an alternative. Um, that's interesting. Did you read that somewhere? Did you? Come I mean, up isn't with that, that that's just improv stuff? Because you can say like yeah. the idea is like yes and you can say no in a scene, but you have to add something new. Right. So yeah. like the idea is always like generally yes. But I guess and. they did say no, but they said no, but if no, you get but an that, that's just kit. saying that's saying no <laughs> stop. Like yeah. you're just yeah. you're just stopping everything, which isn't helpful or cool. I think um, if I'm that DM and I'm like. No, you need bo- you need so much gear to make a healing potion. You need a medicine kit, a herbalist kit, and an alchemist kit. I fucking throw an alchemist kit their way, and yeah. then get into a fight with someone who has an alchemist kit and is using it for bad things. And then they can get into this cool fight. And then at the end, the they've retrieved something that can heal their party in small ways. This seems yeah. like a bigger problem, which is just about like the contention between the DM and the game they want to run versus the type of game that the players want a little bit. So it seems like the sort of thing that maybe there wasn't enough communication up top or like, yeah, I mean, it is. But that's why I think that like you can Hannah from the get go wanted to play an herb or a herb, witch. like right. that yeah. was the goal. Like <laughs> are you it's so committed to come. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can't. It's I applaud Jake Irwin for his work. (laughs) It's obsessive compulsive disorder at this point. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like if I could imagine, like if I was playing hard one and I'm just like, oh, by the way, like I'm going to start collecting uh, mushrooms too. And I want to make a healing potion or something, you know, like if, if it's not in my character, if it's not in my backstory, it doesn't make any, it, it, it doesn't fit narratively, but this is, this is part of the character's arc. And I think yeah, it is worth it to low, like low magic. It feels like that would if I'm a DM running a low magic campaign and someone's like, I want to fucking hustle and work to yeah. make healing potions. I'm like, cool, you get it. You get yes. my world. You're playing in my world. Right. <laughs> the three responses are yes and, but no, and oh shit. You fucking got me. <laughs> awesome. You want to buy basil? <laughs> you really want to do foraging checks? Awesome. <laughs> And I then, really do think it's it's fun. Like I think we I play so much uh D and D uh that is exciting and awesome, but there is like a part of me that wants to play such a 
dull, dry campaign. Dude, that's what that I we want. like literally just have to like hunt for food. Yeah, yeah I just I want to spend a weekend in the woods playing at a table, just eating Cool Ranch Doritos nonstop. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> that's oh, that's what I want. That's a D and D experience that I still haven't gotten to have. Yeah, the, like, or just like forging weapons. Like yeah. if you're just oh. like. Cool. All right, we're gonna spend the next twenty-eight days, and you all are gonna uh, try to forge some new weapons. You're gonna try and, you know. Oh, dibs on finding the ingots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, I believe we're all unanimous. Yes. Once again, uh, Justice Axford sized with the herb witch. Yeah, we, <laughs> we all side. We side with the herb witch. We side with the or herb, herb witch. witch. Uh, the honorable Caldwell Tanner <laughs> sides with the herb witch. So all right. We are going to feed poison ivy Ooh, to wow. your DM. Oh cool. my gosh. They're going to mm-hmm. get an itchy tummy. Ladies and gentlemen, may it please the court. Bo Woodall <laughs> writes, our party was exploring an underwater Sahuaguin keep. In the middle of the exploration, we opened our bag of holding to re- re-equip our DM, parentheses, and my wife. Uh, decided that the salt water destroyed damn near everything in the bag, including several high-level spell books we had discovered. How much does the esteemed panel think a bag of holding would function under these circumstances? Thanks and love everything you guys do. Wow. This guy just like I just like Raymond. I love that move. Yeah, this guy's wife has <laughs> given him a hard time. That's I classic Deborah. Love it. That's it's classic like, Deborah, man. You can't open a yeah. You can't just like pull it's up just a book. spell books. That's so fucking funny and unexpected. <laughs> you can't unzip your Jansport underwater. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta keep that shit zipped. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I think because uh, I think <laughs> I think so I'm, funny I think I'm like excited to DM because I, yeah. it's like logically it checks out, but also it's so funny. And when I've been in those situations as a character, it's like. Let's keep so this buttoned up. Let's funny. look up the exact stats of the bag of holding. Okay. Okay. Ooh, okay. I, like okay. I got to. I'll. I'll stop. I'll uh hold off on my rule. Of- my knee jerk reaction. Is um Brutal, with funny. Caldwell is to not open your Jansport underwater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're gonna ruin your math book. Yeah, it's just very funny to just <laughs> imagine just like so many dusty old tomes just like <laughs> oh. disappearing underwater. Here's a question though: like, what if before they went into the water, they prepared some sort of airlock system for the bag of holding, fitted it to the bag of holding so that they could almost enter the bag of holding via airlock? And then get into it. I have to way. imagine oh, yeah. that you would know, come like up. If you put a bucket <laughs> upside down, upside down in the water. Yeah. What if? All right. So they get a canoe and they flip the canoe upside down, and then you push the canoe underwater. That's some and there's green an air bubble shit. in there, and then you can just breathe forever. Okay. Let me read. Okay. The bag read of it to us. <laughs> this bag has an interior space considerably larger than its outside dimensions, roughly two feet in diameter. Cool. Uh, two feet in diameter at the mouth and four feet deep. Uh, The bag can hold up to 500 pounds, not exceeding a volume of 64 cubic feet. The bag weighs 15 pounds, regardless of its contents. Retrieving an item from the bag requires an action. If the bag is overloaded, pierced, or torn, it it, uh, ruptures and it is destroyed, and its contents are scattered in the astral plane. If the bag is turned inside out, its contents spill forth unharmed, but the bag must be put right before it can be used again. Breathing creatures inside the bag can survive for a number of rounds equal to blah, 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 blah. Okay, so this is a tough one. Uh, Yeah, it wasn't torn. It was opened. 
It was I think, open. I, yeah. think, I think that the DM is within their right. However, I do mm. think it's a little harsh to be like, everything is instantly destroyed. I feel like were I the DM here, I would have maybe done a roll to see how many things were destroyed before they could close the bag again. I would have like maybe uh, given them okay. an advanced warning. I think there's like I ways like to mitigate this, but yeah. I do. I don't think the DM is wrong. I don't I don't think the DM is wrong either. I definitely agree with that. Like it's brutal. Um it really makes me laugh. Um it's very funny. it reminds me of moments in D&D that have made me laugh really hard. I do think that like with spell books, I like that they went after spell books. I don't think salt water would destroy everything though. You know, so mm, like if yeah. we're going to be realistic about the fact that water gets in, like salt water isn't really going to destroy weapons or anything like that. It mm-hmm. makes sense it would f- fuck up a spell book, but whenever I've had water damage to like a book, yeah. there is salvageable aspects to it. Yeah, so it would be fun wavy, to be like, oh, yeah, let's try pages. and like roll and see which spells you lost. I spilled you know? a glass of water all over my Calvin and Hobbes collection. <laughs> Um, and you can still read the cartoons. You can still read Bill Watterson's fine work, but it is like the pages are a little warped. Um, yeah. Is there I, anything I, more on brand for Caldwell than <laughs> spilling on a collection of Calvin and Hobbes? I believe it was the expendable Calvin and Hobbes or perhaps the superlative Calvin and Hobbes. I can't recall Damn. which collection specifically, but yes, I spilled an entire the glass of water is- on it. The spell book is so brutal too because like the wizard would just fucking lose. I think this is I think this is but funny think... and mean. Um and I think it it makes sense. I think it adds up. It does make sense, but I feel like it's unfortunate that it it seems like it targets a specific player unfairly. Like Interesting. The mm. it the if there is one wizard, I don't know what your campaign what like your party looks like, but if there's one person that depends on the spell books and their shit's destroyed, that really sucks. It, like, and the swords are fine. Whatever, everything else is. Okay. But water doesn't I, care about your feelings, Jake. But that's what I'm like. Sometimes it's fun for a party though to have one person get fucked up, and the rest of you are like, "No, we will make this right for you." You that's know. True. So like, sometimes it brings a party together to have one person lose stuff. And I still say they could have aired out the aired out and like some of the spells. Like maybe like it would be funny to have it like it's warped. So like almost you add like a wild magic surge oh, aspect funny. to it because it's That's like a fun it's solution. warped now so you like you're like a little fuzzy on the details now That's cool. Uh, so backfire. it sounds like we might be we might be split on this one. So let's go ahead and go through and do our votes. I'm going to go ahead and side with the DM here. I I think Justice Axford is going to side with the DM. Wow. Um Justice Caldwell abstains. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I, I have to side with the DM. I, wow. Okay. I don't like it, but my my scruples won't let me side with the with the player. The DM has that that authority. That's it. It's brutal but correct. It's brutal but correct. But I mean, I think also I hope that that DM is finding creative. Like it also could be that like the DM throws this in to put them in a really high stakes situation. But I'm hoping that the DM is like coming up with ways to. Uh, solve the problem yeah. or yeah, yeah. I, I think also it really helped the dm that they were introduced as their wife because i was like oh okay this is someone you actually know so this is very funny <laughs> this is not like something if i went to a game store <laughs> or something yeah. and somebody was just like you open the bag underwater you fucking idiot um all, all your shit's ruined it's just like so different versus like yeah. 
this guy's know. wife Once giving again, him a hard like, time is good. Like yeah. the alchemist kit, I'm like, oh, another thing is like, oh, you introduce this thing, it's fucking crazy, but the next person you fight is like an evil an evil wizard, and then you can take their spell book at the end. There you go. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We have we have we have spoken. We have spoken. No sentence has been passed. Are we This is a tough execution. I mean, we, have, we have to. We have to execute. We have to execute. <laughs> shouldn't have brought this case to this court. Um, we have to. <laughs> brought this case to this court. <laughs> we have to. Okay. We well. can be a light one. We are gonna take your laptop bag and dunk it in water. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's blood take, on my hands. Yeah, there needs to be salt water on your hands. We need <laughs> you to put your computer, whatever it is, whether it be a desktop or a laptop, put it in a yeah. backpack, um, mm-hmm. and then we're going to put, put it in the bathtub. Your favorite collection of Far Side comics and cartoons. That's All of your Far Side. Yeah, the bag. we're going to take your favorite book and your Kindle and just uh, <laughs> chuck it into the ocean. <laughs> water does not care about your feelings. Yeah. The That's right. <laughs> just if ask you take one Hobbs. thing away from today, it is how little water cares about you. It's indifferent. Water it is powerful and indifferent. Water does not care. It's so funny to picture going up to someone at the beach and just grabbing their Kindle and frisbeeing it into the ocean. Just like a frisbee, just like uh-huh. it like makes the sound of one of those uh, helix. Uh, yeah, there's like it so like many beaches stone. in California. I could go to one and then run away really fast and just never go to that beach again and be fine. Yeah, you'd that get away or with you it. do it and then you immediately start digging a hole and then cover it up. <laughs> you put your head in the hole. What if? Okay, I've got a hypothetical for you. (laughs) What if if you had to go to the beach? What if you would be paid $100,000 that you would split? You would split with the person you do this to. So ultimately, they don't know. They they, they would be getting it. You have to go to the beach. Uh You have to grab somebody's Kindle. Fling it into the ocean, set up a blanket on the beach near them, and read a chapter of a book from your own Kindle before you can explain what's going on. You would never get that money. You would never get that money. I am a conflict adverse person, and I would not, I would absolutely engage with that immediately. <laughs> it would be, yeah, I truly, I don't know the answer. I mean, it's truly so fucking much money. And the other person would be, I think I would do it. I think but I would you know do it. What's funny is yeah, there, are, there is a large contingent of people that would be so confused that then they would try to grab your Kindle and fling right. it. So then you It'd be guys hard would just to read be the doing chapter. tug of war. It would with be a hard Kindle. to read the chapter. You, ha- you have to read the whole fucking chapter. <laughs> and you're going to get quizzed on it. You get quizzed on it. So you have to write know. a book report on it. Well mm. enough to write a book report on yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so they might just like, so you have to, that's the worst part is that you have to find somebody meek enough to let you right. throw the, <laughs> their Kindle into the ocean <laughs> and not stop you from reading your own Kindle. Wow. I, and if they do, then you failed and you get nothing and you look like a crazy person when you're trying to Oh, and you don't it. even get to explain it to you them? Gonna... <laughs> you, can expo- you can explain it to them, but the magic wizard who offered you the money will not show up. So you just look like a fucking crazy person. Wow. Good Lord. This you seems like understand. the best way to ruin a day at the beach. We could have got $100,000 to split. <laughs> you don't understand. There was a wizard here, you fucking you idiot. Fool. You fool. You I had to read this entire chapter of As I Lay Dying. It was what a Vardaman chapter. Kindle that you had to make such a fucking big deal about it. It's just, you could have bought a 10,000 Kindles, goddammit. You ruined it. You fucking ruined it. You blew it. Buy me a hot dog.
<laughs> okay. Like... Court is out of recess. Yeah, that, was, that was our recess. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, may it please the court. Vinegar T writes, I, I as a DM, wronged my players. Oh, I had a few players. Wow, wow he's I pleading guilty. <laughs> pleading, pleading guilty, guilty before the confession. I had a few players who were RPing solo type edgelord characters. They would often question each other or be shady to the point where it didn't make sense for them to be on the same team. It also made it harder to write sessions for them. I got so frustrated with it that I basically called one of them out in the middle of the session for not playing nice. We're cool because we're friends outside of the campaign, but how do I avoid this happening in the future? How do you get past players who don't want to play as a group, apart from aggressively texting them after and freaking out <laughs> Murph style? <laughs> sidebar. freaking out Murph style. It's really funny to think of like Murph's energy like on a, these on these like short rests and stuff translated to just walls of text <laughs> like murph on like the dungeons and dragons movie mixed bag as one wall of text <laughs> just the the text the bubble hey man dot 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 and then uninterrupted uninterrupted monologue <laughs> you have to scroll uh, three times to get to the end of it um yes uh here's i don't know this sounds like a nightmare group. I got to be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this doesn't sound. The thing is, is that as the DM, you have the right to have fun too. It's not just, you, you know, you, you're the host, sure. So mm -hmm. you know, make sure everybody else has fun and is taken care of. But this is not. At, at least I don't think it's not a job. You're not yeah. like needing to like, they're not paying you to do this. This is mm -hmm. your Saturday night too. You shouldn't have to, you know, run uh, the justice league of fuckheads with Raphael, <laughs> uh, Wolverine and every other fucking edge Lord. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I personally played a character that, uh, another character really hated in a campaign and I straight up called the DM and was like, do you want me to leave? Like, cause I, you know, like I'm, I, I will do that. So like, I think that yeah. the player should be open to asking you what's comfortable for you. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think you saying like, I think you saying like, yeah, like you, I guess, like don't send like massive texts, but I do think you should communicate with, like, I do think that you're not out of line to communicate with them and saying, "Hey, w what are you looking for from this don't, game?" Don't freak out! Don't freak out, Murph style. Freak out, <laughs> Emily style. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of be like, "What you know? What are you looking for from this game?" Is this what's fun for you? <laughs> Are you having fun? <laughs> like what? This sounds so like you're not having fun. I gotta yeah. be honest. It sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, I, I love the "it's your Saturday night too" mentality. Mm, yeah, and it goes back. Yeah. It harkens back to Emma's question. Also, it's just like you have to play with people that have a good attitude that want to have fun because you can yeah. play characters that don't trust each other and still have a good time. Yeah. Like, and I, I think I think that's where like it's kind of on their shoulders to say no. We actually want to not trust each other. In which case, then if, if they're saying no, this is actually what's fun for us, not trusting each other. Then I think you just are like, cool. I guess we go PvP with us or something. Yeah. Well, then if, that, you can, if that's what's fun for you, if guys. that's what they want, you can like as the DM come up with some crazy twist where where like there was reason for to sow distrust or something. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's so funny to think that this poor DM is being like driven actually crazy and the players are just like, sorry, dude, I'm going to keep stealing from people and being mean. Yeah. But I do think also though, like if it's, if, if, if they said like, yeah, we fucking love this. It's really fun being mean to each other um, and not, <clears throat> and not having a story that we're working for together. And you say, Hmm, I don't want to do that. I yeah, think it's yeah. Well, but a lot of the, I imagine a lot of the anxiety. I feel like a lot of the anxiety comes from like, wow, my players are hating each other. They're not having fun. But if you get the feedback like we're, we hate each other and we're loving it, maybe you do. Maybe you're like, oh, okay, sweet. Like, yeah, but the DM, the DM that. is saying it's hard to plan sessions. Yeah, all but like maybe it's hard to plan sessions because they don't understand because they're like, okay, you hate each other, but where do you want to go forward with this hatred right. of each yeah. other? It you does know? sound so like, like maybe if you had conversations with them about what they're enjoying about hating each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or like, I mean, this DM already stopped the session too. Like it sounds, it sounds like you guys needed a reset. So that's yeah. good. Like this campaign yeah. is over. And maybe you like try to find some new players or yeah. like you get rid of like, yeah. if you can identify like the biggest problem child, you can just add one new person or something I guess, like, like that. Is this the sort of thing that could have been avoided by a more thorough campaign zero session sort of thing like maybe more talking and chatting uh like not you know merf style text threads but like you know, <laughs> I, like I don't do that i like i don't do that i don't do that just like big long scrolling <laughs> I paragraphs I'm extremely not online i i i text <laughs> the least out of everyone <laughs> Yeah, if you look at my text conversation, my text history with Murph, it's just like seven Instagrams of cats that I sent to him with no response. <laughs> I have I have dad text energy where I just say K or like <laughs> very funny. Yep. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. Yeah. I, like it seems like you really needed to. Maybe you did. Maybe you tried to build out these characters and their relations to each other before, but like, and maybe your players just resisted that, but. I don't know. I, I feel like going in, like knowing what the players want and then yeah. like trying to build from there is a good spot. And maybe I, I don't know how it came together. Like if all of these players came to the table, like with their own ideas or if you if you talked beforehand, there's there's vectors that we don't know about. But uh, it sounds like I, I, don't know. I just can't yeah, I imagine know. like having a fun time yeah, as a game. It just sounds like like, like playing, playing a game like, Absolutely all right, my character not. hates everyone and he wants to go off and do his thing. I don't want to. I don't want to role play with you, if you the or you. If the DM doesn't want to run that game, that's that's fine. I guess it's just like you just have to talk to the character because if you're like, is this fun? Like, what do you want from this? Do you want to eventually be friends? Because I can try and come up with yeah. a common enemy. I yeah. can put you in a situation where you need to save each other. Or do you, what do you want? Yeah, I, as the as the DM, what do you, you are as the DM, you are having a party at your house, and so you are responsible to be the host. You're responsible to like yeah. provide entertainment and do stuff. You have more responsibility than a guest. But if people show up at your house and they're fucks and they break everything and they're yeah. assholes, you don't this have is, to invite them anymore. My like, character yeah. would steal your lamp. I'm yeah. sorry. Just, yeah. Get out. I mean, I get out of here. I think it's like it's may it's different because we perform, but like I just always have so many conversations with my DMs to make sure that like I'm playing in the world that they want to make. Mm -hmm. So, but I feel also, like that's that should be true for home campaigns too. Mm -hmm. 
Also with other players. Like, I don't know, we all will like talk with each other like after a session and be like, hey, was it okay that I did this? Or like, how do you feel about that? Like we, I don't know, we we check in with each other too. It's important to do that. And it seems like no one's doing check-ins. Nobody is uh, sending. But they uh, might like screens. it. Maybe they. Maybe they like. Maybe they like. Maybe they want to kind of be against each other. In which case, they need to make that clear to the DM, <laughs> so yeah. that the DM mm-hmm. is just is not just like, cool. Well, I'm gonna try and plan a session, but uh, I guess you guys are probably all gonna. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you to have to freak out, Murph style. I. You know what. <laughs> This wasn't necessarily a case. This is more just looking for advice, but I'm throwing down a ruling. We are we are going to execute your players. Yeah, yeah. we are. You, all you pled guilty, PvP but you were found other. not guilty. Yeah, you pled guilty uh, in a non-case, and um, you were found not guilty, and we're going to um, attack your friends. All yep. right. We're going to make them wear uh, an extremely sharp pair of pants from... Uh, uh, Spencer's gifts, just like a lot of wallet <laughs> chains, and they're going to be weighed down forever by all the wallet chains. We're going to take these edge lords, weigh them down with uh, wallet chains, and then push them over their own edge. That's <laughs> Whoa, gonna... very wow. good. Into the water. Crush them with a <laughs> block of text. Where all of their spellbooks get destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's, we're also going to, they need to be holding their computer. I mean, is there <laughs> something to just, okay, is there hypothetically something to just like, if these people want to be assholes, is there something to DMing in a fucking, like, Asshole way. way. <laughs> and just like specifically setting up encounters where if they go up by themselves, they'll just be murdered. <laughs> yeah. There's something it's like funny. curious about that. It teaches them a lesson. Yeah, just Here's... like, yeah, try to draw them out to the woods and then murder them with a vampire. <laughs> this is why you need friends. <laughs> I guess if you had the, the last... power of friendship, you would have fucking lived. But the instead, last you're here you with learned. me. <laughs> yeah, I'm a vampire and I have a fucking knife. Guess it's time for you guys to make new fucking characters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we have time for one more. So, yeah. ladies and it. gentlemen, may it please the court. Zach RD asks... Hopefully a quick one. As a DM, two rounds into an existing encounter, I had a stealth slash hidden monster join the fight. On the monster's turn, I had a PC roll perception and they rolled way lower than the monster's stealth roll. I had the monster move up behind the PC and multi-attack, giving advantage on the first roll for unseen attacker, but not subsequent rolls. Later, I read in the uh, player's handbook that in combat, most creatures stay alert for signs of dangers all around. So if you come out of hiding and approach a creature, it usually sees you. Was I wrong to give advantage for that first attack? <sighs> Isn't this what passive perception is for? Yeah, I think yeah. so. They had them. They I, had them roll. Mm-hmm. I think if their stealth, I think if their stealth beats the passive perception. They can they sneak, sneak up, up on, on someone, them. and I. Th- you're definitely correct to only give them, to not give advantage on subsequent attacks. Mm-hmm. I think, I think pa- yeah. passive perception is there so that you don't have to be rolling at all times, and yeah. that characters with good stats will notice things instead of just standing there like mm-hmm. morons. Um, Here's a question: If their yeah. perception roll was lower than their passive perception, would that have a I, I mean, yeah, there are times when, like, technically you should be doing passive instead of having them roll, but it makes sense to me in a fight that it's like, do a perception check. Like, where are you looking right now? Because right. a little bit of that is luck, right? You're not just standing still 
and noticing somebody creeping into your castle or something I mean, in like a that. Fight, yeah. I would imagine your your attention is more on whoever you're dealing with at the moment than like, yeah. I mean, maybe your head's on a, on a swivel a little bit, but I don't think it's like to the point where you would notice anything coming up that's trying True. to sneak up on you. It's hard, right? Because if you think about it, you think about it as if, if a player asks to do this, right? You would be like, totally, give me a stealth yeah. check. Awesome. You get uh you get advantage on your That's first attack point. and then yeah. your multi- subsequent. So it's like if a player asked to do it it would be an immediate yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This mm-hmm. goes back I think a little bit to our last answer which is that the DM is a player too in a way. Yeah. So like True. I think if you would give that to your players if they snuck up on somebody and you had a monster roll a perception check you would allow that monster to come out and roll with advantage yeah Um, which is only fair the dm might own the pool but they still like to swim in it thank you (laughs) you're allowed to go in the pool pool. but they're on an inflatable donut but be careful in the pool because the water doesn't care about your feelings (laughs) thank you do do be aware that water will never does not care about your feelings it will not coddle your ego Mm -hmm. um don't look to water for for your basic needs no 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 except for thirst right it'll comfort that actually it will comfort your thirst it will yeah Unless it's pool water. Don't drink right. pool water. Don't drink a little pool. bit. Don't yeah. drink no. pool water. If you put a spell book in pool water, the yeah. chlorine might further hurt the Corrode, spells. Yeah. It would, well. for sure. Yeah. As a yes. kid, I definitely drank a little pool water, and I'm fine. Are you? <laughs> you do spill a lot. <laughs> you do spill a lot. Also, every once in a while, pool water just drips out of your nose. <laughs> That's. I mean, it's allergies. What, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> Can I say that I really like this style of question where somebody yeah. is telling on themselves? This is like yeah. absolutely my yeah. this, this yeah. is my kind of DM. This is, right Cal- here. This is Caldwell energy. <laughs> it's like this is, the last one was Murph energy. <laughs> this is what is Caldwell energy? Oh, yeah. love, this guy didn't even say like that the player died or anything. It's just yeah, like it's just like I, I did four the, extra damage. Just the like, player's <laughs> fine. They recovered have, after a long rest. But. Have a Pepsi, dude. You're fine. <laughs> From my brief experience me, of, of DMing, I go like. I never play the the monster like I never use all the abilities that the monster has. It's a lot. Beautiful. Just it's in. I think that this DM did something that was allowed and that they would have let a player do, and the monster should be able to play by the rules of the players. But Mm -hmm. they're just a nice person and they feel bad and they want their friends to have fun. Yeah. Right. I I just I know this feeling so much of like you do a thing like this and everyone at the table's like oh okay and then like two a.m. that night you're just in bed being like I should have used passive perception. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just roll I just roll around in my own filth thinking how glad I am that I fucked over my players. <laughs> Which is crazy because I share a bed with him yeah, and there's so I take much a, filth yeah. in there. I take a little shit. I take a little shit <laughs> and then I put my hands between my legs and I just roll around. Ew! Yeah. Why what? do you put your hands what? between your legs? Because I want to squeeze. That detail was I want to squeeze my genitals while that I roll around in filth. That detail was so fucking what? gross. What? <laughs> Keep your hands what over your head when you shit the bed. <laughs> Don't put your hands, hands between your knees. Hands where I can see them when you shit the Dude, bed. Be normal. Keep your hands away from the shit when you shit the bed. <laughs> Uh, it's your swimming pool. You're allowed to shit in it. That's true. Swim. And you can yeah. drink a little bit of the water. If you're the DM, <laughs> you can drink a little bit of the water and you can take a shit in it. It's your <laughs> pool. That's what the chlorine's for. Even if you shit in it, you can still take a little sip. 
pool water most thirsty. of all does not care for you actually we really can't drink ocean water either so no both of, both a lot of there's a lot of different kinds of water, water that you can't drink y'all yeah <laughs> do your research do your research before you drink water <laughs> google it think twice think yeah. twice before you Be drink water skeptical of water yeah <laughs> could have giardia or so true, your dm's poop in it yeah <laughs> there's kid there's uh, parasites that'll jump up into your dick what? <laughs> that's true like Andiru, yeah yeah oh it's gosh. a weird fish oh my <sighs> Well, okay. So I guess we all we <laughs> all rule. Let's end on one more. I don't want to end on parasites jump, jump up your dick. Well, we one haven't more, we haven't we'll ruled. Do a rapid fire one. We haven't <laughs> ruled anything. Oh, we got to okay. rule oh, on we this one. We haven't ruled anything. Okay, so we can end on. Okay. What we've been we talking can... about pool pools so much that I don't remember what we're talking about. <laughs> we're uh, talking the, about the, the sneak attack roll. with the monster. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, you're fine. Um, yeah, find you unfortunately, innocent. someone has to be punished. <laughs> do they so... have to be guilty? Mm. We could just. I think you're fine. However. We I have to wait, wait, stealthily just... attack their players. We have to punish somebody? I we, feel have, like... we simply okay. have to. All right. Yeah. yeah. How about... I, I don't make, I don't the, make the rules of this court. I don't yeah. make the rules of this court. I got I got it. I got the punishment. Okay. We stealthily sneak up to their players uh, and replace their water with pool water. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's murder. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> so fucking fine. gross to I think me. it'd be okay. To take a sip of water and have it taste like <laughs> fucking chlorine. <laughs> this is a true nightmare in here. To so be like in the middle of work, not thinking, just pounding water, putting it down, putting it down, putting mm-hmm. it down. One time you bring it up and just get a gulp of. <laughs> oh man, I used to work in the warehouse and like on the floor is like a stock boy for a pool supply store and i Murph still remember wow i do know a lot about pools i i just remember the stink of chlorine in that place oh. and the customers were all they were all people who could afford pools so right. they were like pretty like well Fancy. off um and they would i would have to test their water to see like what chemicals they needed and sometimes i forget what it was like some very specific thing that if you tested it and this happened, they had to drain their pool and they would just flip out on me. And I was like fucking, I was like 20 years old and just people like just fucking rich boomers freaking Ma'am, out on me. you need to drain your pool. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Did you ever t- did you ever not tell someone they needed to drain their pool cuz definitely just didn't tell there were some, so it, it was like strips so uh the color it would be like you know like a deep purple would be very bad and that would be like okay you're going to fucking die if you go in your pool please drain it and there were times it would be like a light thing and i'd just be like hey yeah buy some um bit of chloric acid or whatever the hell it's chloric called. Chloric acid wow. and you remembered. Uh, maybe drain your pool. Consider I, draining Whatever your pool. you do, don't drink any of it. Some <laughs> pool water is fine, but I mean, not you drink yours. a little sip, sir. <laughs> I remember one time a guy came up to me um, and he had, I guess he had found like a thermometer or something that had been like opened, like somebody had tampered with it or something. Oh, yikes. So this dude, this dude comes up to me and I'm like a fucking kid and he comes up to me and he goes, does this work? And I'm like, um, yes. He's like, oh, this one's broken. <laughs> like, why are you lying to me? And just started freaking out on me like I got commission off of like whether this dude bought this fucking thermometer. I could not give a fucking shit like what this guy was just like. I, sir, <laughs> please calm down. 
here's here's the thing about people like that because if I was getting heated uh, at an employee, which I don't think I would ever do, but like if in the rare instance I was, and the employee said to me, "Sir, I'm 20," yeah. I would be like, "Oh my god." You're right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. What was I thinking? <laughs> I will leave. Remember? Yeah. yeah, that's. I remember once when I was when I was like 11. I spent a summer doing. Um, I was like an umpire, so I would. Oh, be, dude! I was the umpire oh. at a, at like t-ball games. Yeah, like right. games where the where the coaches would pitch to the kids. Yeah, the lowest. Like these kids are four. They like yeah. barely. They like can't keep their pants up as they're running to first. And I would <laughs> like I would make calls like safe out and dads would jump off the stance and scream at me like i'm 11 oh i called your four-year-old <laughs> out and he was yeah he also was i'm sorry your four-year-old isn't special <laughs> he was very slow he was i was slow a soccer ref and i had the same thing and literally my dad would have to come to my games to get into fights with the other dads oh they were, to defend me because wow. they were fucking crazy. It's like, insane. These people, uh, these kids were like four years old. And I remember they like the rules for this level of uh, kid was that like, if you, when you threw the ball in, technically you're not, your feet aren't supposed to leave the ground. And like, if the kid fucks up, you're supposed to have them do it again. But there'd be times where the kid would do it like a couple times and keep fucking up. So eventually I would just allow it. And the dads would be like, what the fuck? Like his <laughs> foot came up. See, this is why you become a camp counselor. Because as long as the kid does not break a bone, you can do whatever you want. There are no parents. There are no, no parents rules. There, yeah. yeah See, this great. is why you work in food service. <laughs> <laughs> About <laughs> people, I used, know, but twelve I, years. No, not twelve work, years. Maybe like seven years. <laughs> I worked in an ice cream store too, and but we had like, we were like a specialty ice cream store, and sometimes I would give people their cones and I would tell them how much it cost, and they got so mad that I would just be like, "You can just take it. You go just walk." <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. So, anyway, oh is this helpful to your question? Oh yeah. yeah. Um, we already we're gonna poison his players with pool yeah. water. So. <laughs> we already. <laughs> Or, you know, maybe we'll just take away their sneak attack next time, right? We're going to have angry boomers come and yell at them. Angry boomers are going to come. Pool boomers. Pool boomers are going to yell at you like you called their three-year-old out. Your players have to tell uh, evil pool boomers that they have to drain their pool. Listen, oh we're not God. using we're not using Sahagin as a D and D race anymore. It's now pool boomers. There's no more Merkel. <laughs> they live in the pool, <laughs> and they're fucking sick because you you didn't have the guts to tell them to drain their pool. <laughs> it's too much mercury. Uh, okay, you know what? Uh, let's wrap this one up. Thank you all uh, so much for listening. Uh, we hope you had uh, fun listening to our two episodes. Yeah, uh, uh, D and I thought it was really D &D fun to hear. Yeah, little thank snippets you to the from other people's uh, worlds, even though it was like in you know in the context of sometimes people having disagreements. It's still fun to hear people you know traveling underwater and open yeah, a bag definitely. of holding or fairy circles or yeah i wanted yeah. to be a part of every one of those campaigns they all sounded very fun uh, yeah thank you for sharing thank, thank you, you to our sharing. bailiff jake for putting mm -hmm. together the uh the cases and presenting them so Indeed. admirably of course and, i hope it pleases the court if it may please the court, it did please the court. I would like to. I would like to go on the record. If the stenographer can uh, make sure to highlight this on the record, it did please the court. The court just. Wow. The court. Oh my god! The highest honor. <laughs>
Hold on. I, I've got my <laughs> tiny little shorthand keyboard. Um, I will type in jizz. There you go. There go. Incredible. <laughs> um, and you know what? Uh, uh, thank you so much for listening. Court is adjourned. Caldwell, why don't you take us out with uh, your little uh, uh, gavel? You are going <laughs> to spill that water. He's about to hit. He's about to hit a bottle of water with yeah. a hydro. Hydro Calvin and Hobbs, dude. <laughs> Put it away. Oh no.